Greetings from Hannibal, Missouri. And welcome to Rivertown Review, the podcast. An informative and hopefully entertaining look at all things Hannibal. With Megan Rapp. People tend to come, visit, they like it here, they move here. And Harold Smith. In our biased viewpoint, this part of the country, this community, is an excellent place to be from. And now, Rivertown Review, the podcast. Ah, uh, here we are again. Time for yet another episode of the original Hannibal Podcast. It is the Rivertown Review. I'm Harold Smith. And I am Megan Rapp. And I think it's episode 38, there, thereabouts. So. We're, we're getting to the point where, like <laughs> people of a certain age, we're just going to stop saying. Yeah, that's okay. That'll work. Now, we, you know, we had... Uh, We've talked about this off the air, and we we passed twenty nine because a lot of people will. Well, when you're you know haven't haven't lived as long as as I have, you know the people want to stop at twenty nine. Of course, I'm old enough to remember Jack Benny, and he stopped at thirty nine. So hey, you know what? I'd say after episode thirty nine, we'll say thirty nine and some change. Plus, yeah, yeah. whatever whatever you can works. Pay yeah. me to relive my twenties. So. Uh, no, raising little kids and just. Yeah. Tired all the time. Nope. Nope. <laughs> nope. We're good. We're not going to do it. Yeah. Okay. And we are attempting mm-hmm. in this episode <laughs> uh-huh. to talk about presidents mm-hmm. while remaining apolitical. Yes. I, which, under the circumstances, I wouldn't think would be terribly hard to do. I don't think it's going to be hard for us to do. No. I just think that <laughs> I feel like we need to tell the listeners we are talking about presidents without getting political. Please don't turn off this podcast. Yeah, no, no, this is not going We're to not be. We're not going to be talking heads. No, this is not. No, 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 no. That's one thing you will never is a long time. But that's not why we're here. We have, there are other people who, number one, get paid a whole lot more money <laughs> to talk about those kinds of things. Ad nauseum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, no, and not, not on the podcast. I also have a rule about that in church, too. But that, that's a whole other story because I've been involved in churches where I've had, uh, con- uh, had uh, parishioners who try to pull me into that stuff. And I just say, hey, because I, mm. I work, my day job is in a news talk radio station. So I listen to that stuff all day long. And I, and I will tell them, I say, you want to go down to the cafe and uh, I'll have a glass of sweet tea with you and we can talk politics all day long, but not on Sunday morning and not in church. And not and, and, and I'm, I, civility seems to have gone out the window these days. And you got you to gotta keep it civil. You got to just stop yelling at each other. But, but that's, you know, before we get too far down that road uh, or rabbit hole is the there case are, may be. There are a ton of podcasts. If you want to hear about people yelling about how they're right, we can, you oh, can just you, check, check yeah, them out. Yeah, we're we're going to talk about the, the presidents that have come to Hannibal. Yeah, because we we talked about this. We, we kind of mentioned it in passing on a, on a previous episode. And just we between the two of us we really didn't know for sure and so in the so i i kind of went against because we have the reputation of course of going of preparing like crazy uh for these kinds for for these podcasts which is just completely out of line uh but yeah because i mean we prepare like crazy crazy like it's off the chart uh, how much we prepare really i mean i think we're highly interested comparatively speaking but the, the the one thing the one thing that surprised me uh and we always talk about what a draw Hannibal is and we are in the middle of America and, you know, this is, you know, what, who wouldn't want, you know, self-respecting uh, candidate and or president wouldn't want a photo op 
uh, in um, what is what some people refer to as America's hometown. I know you don't like that term, but because uh, it really doesn't differentiate Hannibal from it, because there are at least a couple of other towns that I am aware of that call themselves that America's, call themselves America's yeah, hometown. So, but but a lot of people refer to Hannibal that way. Mm-hmm. But all of that being said, it from everything that I could find as far as sitting presidents who have been here, there have been two over over the years mm-hmm. and uh and the fir- well the first one was a particular special occasion uh, franklin d roosevelt was here there was a bridge mm-hmm. the the original mark twain memorial bridge part the, one uh, or the, well the first now yeah. we have mark twain memorial bridge 2.0 yeah uh, that's right which... this, 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 this was this was this was 1.0 yeah, that's this right 1.0. 1936 Six. yeah 1936 and um, and there are some great pictures. We'll have to. We'll have to. Maybe that can be the the picture for for this. See what um, see what I can find. Yeah, because I know it's on the 2019 bicentennial ah. Facebook page. Okay, see where we can um, where we can some... quote unquote borrow that picture from. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, he he came um, to to cut the ribbon on on the bridge. And the interesting thing about that picture, which and now that I think about it, probably came actually. I think it's part of the Steve Chow collection, which, if you remember a couple podcasts back, yeah, yeah, yeah. owns most of Hannibal's photos. Yeah, pretty much. Um, but uh, <laughs> if, if you notice in that picture, there is a toll booth. Um, for the first couple of years, might have been under a year, um, the Mark Twain Bridge in, in the 30s, it was a, a toll bridge to help pay for the bridge. Yeah, that's uh, back in the day, that's what they did when they first opened bridges. I'm not... I want to say they did that at Louisiana, but I'm, I wouldn't swear to it. But uh, Louisiana, it, Missouri, for, Louisiana, for Missouri. Folks in yeah, no, 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 for Louisiana State. Yeah, no, not yeah, down just about thirty miles down river from here in Louisiana, Missouri. In order to pay for the bridge, initially they set up a toll booth. Yeah, uh, and so that's that's what they did in Hannibal originally. So yes, so um, the president came to um, to cut the ribbon, and uh, um, he was, as far as I know, the first sitting president that came that's to Hannibal while whilst sitting as president. That's right. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's, and that's what amazes me. It took until 1935, 36 for the first sitting president to come here. And then it was only been a hundred years. I mean, 1819 yeah, 18, to 1936. So yeah. Okay. Uh, and then it was from 1936 to 1979, before it happened again mm-hmm. yeah so that's i i vaguely remember that i say vaguely i don't know it's you know it was is in is in the news and is on tv and everything but president jimmy carter and rosalind and little amy were here i find it fascinating if if um if our listeners have never been to a presidential library i would suggest that you go simply if for no other reason than to see exactly how absolutely, <laughs> I, I, I don't even, I can't even think of the word for it. How abs, every moment of every day of every sitting president is accounted for. In, in looking into this, we found the, and it, it, it is, it says the daily diary of President Jimmy Carter. And, and everything moment by moment that he did during his trip to Hannibal is there. And and you know he arrived um, on the um, on the Delta Queen, mm-hmm. um, and you know I, I literally by minute you know from eight fifty eight to nine thirty eight the president the first lady and Amy went from the Delta Queen to the statue the Tom Sawyer 
Finn statue, which is still downtown. Oh, yeah. Um, and, of course, greeted members. Um, the presidential party was greeted by the curator of the Martry Museum, Henry Sweets. Yep. Who is still. You bet. At the museum. Um, the presidential party was briefed by Mr. Sweets from 943 to 952. <laughs> they went to the Boyd-Hohen Museum, did a tour. They were presented with a book. I mean, every single thing Everything. is written down. It's all there. And some of these names are so are familiar because they oh, were yeah. presented with the book The Story of Hannibal by the authors Hurley and Roberta Haygood. Yeah. And which we have talked about in previous podcasts about how they have helped preserve Hannibal's history. It, I mean, this is 1979. The, you know, this was before computers, before the internet. They put these books together, and um, they it, they were Hannibal's resident historians for decades. They yeah. definitely were. I mean, this I just this just makes me laugh. <laughs> From 10:28 a.m. to 10:29 a.m., <laughs> mm-hmm. the presidential party walked from the Becky Thatcher home to the Clemens Law Office and Pilaster House. Mm, took a minute. A minute. Yeah. And then 10.35 to 10.36, <laughs> they walked from the Pilaster House to the plaza. I mean, it is minute by minute. You know what, I mean, and, and these are presidential records. These are open to the public, and these yep. are kept in presidential libraries. So um, I've been to a couple of presidential uh, libraries, and so they have they have these things. And now, of course, you don't have to actually flip through um you know, giant books. You can hmm. look it up online, but if you want to know what the sitting president was doing the day you were born, hmm. you have a list just like this time, place, where they were, what they were doing. And it's just, wow. Uh, yeah. It's just, it's interesting. Now, matter of fact, we've had more presidential candidates that have come to town. Most definitely. Then we have had uh, presidents, uh, the first one that we were, as a matter of fact, um, if you have if you have not listened to the pre- the episode previous to this one uh, with Captain Steve Terry, uh, you need to do that uh, because uh, which I didn't realize. I mean, I I found it uh, in in looking this up that uh, when uh, Al Gore and Joe Lieberman, when uh, Gore was running in two thousand, he came to Hannibal. Well, what I did not know, what was not in the information that I had, was that he was. Uh, on his trip down the river, uh, he was on what what we know as the Mark Twain Riverboat. Yes, I, yeah. I was not aware of that mm-hmm. either. Actually, that is the first time in all of my um, many workings with, with Captain Steve, I did not know that yeah. he, had, mm-hmm. he had taken um, them down. Now, we have a lot of uh, – Hannibal also has a lot of not just presidential candidates, but, but those running – to become the presidential candidates, of course, we have a lot of um, you know before the, the oh sure the the, the 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 primary people the yeah one one that comes to mind uh, I forget which year it was but uh, there was a senator from Pennsylvania named Rick Santorum who was in the primaries and he was at the at the dinette I think one one morning for a, a, a get together so yeah we've yeah the and and with uh, each party has. It's it's annual get-togethers. Uh, the Republicans have the Lincoln Day dinner, and the and the uh, Democrats have uh, Democrat Days, which is an institution uh, has been added. They've drawn national figures uh, all through the years, so so those so those attract those kinds of people. But as far as yeah, once you have gotten the nomination, uh, yeah, we've had uh, Al Gore has been here. Um, Bill Clinton was here when he ran in. 
92. Uh, and, yeah. And then well, there's John, a John Kerry. Uh, and John Kerry was 2000, was 2004. Mm-hmm. Uh, John Kerry was here. I, matter of fact, I was, um, we, we carried that, uh, on, uh, on the radio station, his appearance, cause he was in the downtown area and I was, I wasn't sitting in this chair, but I was sitting in this spot, uh, because I was, as we say in the radio biz, the board op, uh, as we carried that, uh, his, uh, his speech, his remarks, uh, live on the radio that particular day. Uh, so that's, uh, so we've had uh, some presidential candidates. We have had, um, presidents, um, here, um, remotely, I guess you could say. <laughs> and we're, we'll have to, we can, we can do an over, a quick overview. We'll have to get, uh, the parks and rec, um, back in it. We might've mentioned this on a previous podcast, but the, um, the Mark Twain Memorial Lighthouse, mm-hmm. um, that is on Cardiff Hill, uh, has been remotely lit. Yes. by several presidents and yes so even if they weren't here in person they flipped a switch or they clicked a telegraph button to quote-unquote light the memorial lighthouse um after uh, one was after a windstorm um and so so yes we've had several presidents that were here um in spirit to light our our lighthouse yeah. and it just to me it just kind of goes to show that um you know, uh, presidential candidates, um, as well as just the the American public in general, want to be tied to um, this not just this town, but the, the 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 history, the legacy of the Mississippi River, the legacy of one of um, America's great authors of, of Mark Twain. You know, it's it's a it's a relatively small town. Um, but very diverse and um it's uh yeah it, it's it's pretty it's pre- considering we're a town of under 18 about eighteen thousand. Mm-hmm. the fact that so many people have taken the time to come is very impressive yeah that's i mean we've been we've been talking about that just shaking our heads in wonderment about that ever since we started this uh and matter and just so you know uh the as far as the the lights of the of the Mark Twain Lighthouse being lit. It happened three times. Uh, Franklin Roosevelt did it um, in the 30s, 35, I think, something like that. Uh, John F. Kennedy did it in 1963, and I I found a transcript. Bill Clinton did it in 1994, and it was a whole uh, a script which it was a PDF file, so I couldn't copy and paste, and it was part of an 1100 page document, and I wasn't going to print the whole thing out. But there was the transcript, like like you talked about, you know, minute by minute, uh, the, the telephone conversation uh, in front of a crowd uh, at the lighthouse between uh, Bill Clinton and Harold Volkmer, who was the congressman that represented Northeast Missouri at the time. And Bill Bill Clinton said something in there to the effect of uh, uh, the 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 nice things that Mark Twain had to say about politicians, which just. <laughs> I'm, I hope he was being sarcastic when he I'm said that. I'm pretty sure that <laughs> yeah, it yeah, I hope so because oh yeah, he was uh, he was. And of course, Bill Clinton was never in the Congress, and uh, you yeah, know, sure. Mark Usually Mark Twain had the uh, Congress. Yeah, there yeah. is no there is no um, uh, native criminal class in in the United States <laughs> except for Congress, so. uh, exactly. which is pretty funny that Congressman Harold Volkmer was on the other. Yeah, yeah, that too. When she was, he was he was a kind of a 
kind of a character himself. You hey, know, you know what? I bet he loved Mark Twain. Hey, his wife is on the Mark Twain, or at least was, was on the foundation board. So, ah, by golly. Go. We've, I tell you, we've had some some interesting people. The, the the two that come to mind, of course, Harold Volkmer was a was a colorful character. Before Harold Volkmer was a gentleman named Bill Hungate. Uh, I never knew him personally, but uh, knew him uh, kind of by reputation. He has uh, uh, some kids who, uh, at least one who... Uh, is uh, you you will hear the name uh, around Hannibal, especially when you want to hear some jazz. I don't know if you knew this or not, Katie Wood, oh. Bill Hungate's daughter. You, I did not. You didn't. Know that. You didn't know that, no. Uh, but uh, Bill Hungate, of course, in in Congress back in the '60s and the '70s, uh, he came to national prominence because he was on the Watergate committee. Uh, with the investigation into into President Nixon, uh, turned uh, we we found out that he was a pretty good harmonica player. Uh, I believe he played the banjo as well. Uh, of course, not only do we have Katie, who is a very talented uh, musician, a very talented singer, but uh, her brother uh, David Hungate. Uh, in the eighties, seventies, eighties, there was a, a group called Toto. They had the song uh, Af- Af- Africa yeah, and Africa. all of that. David Hungate was a member of the group Toto back in what? the day. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah. You, you. Next time you see Katie, lay that on her. Yeah. <laughs> you can't just drop a bomb on like that on me. I don't. And now I don't know what to do with the rest. I mean, we we started out with presidents, and now I realize that my neighbor's brother was in, was in was part of Toto. Was yes. Part of Toto. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. That's right. I did. I did get to meet uh, Mrs. Hungate though, because she was uh, went through some uh, some uh, some church weekends that uh, Katie was a part of. My wife was a part of, and I got to meet uh, her. First name escapes me, but nice lady. Just a very very nice lady. I'm uh, going to be useless for the rest of this. I'm sorry. You just you just <laughs> blew have, my I mind. I have blown your mind. Yeah, <laughs> Megan's mind is blown. Who doesn't love Toto? <laughs> That's right. Yes, and indeed. Ah, but anyhow, yeah, we we just we. Nothing else we can do after that is. <laughs> I can't. I can't beat that. I mean, I, I like to think that I come up with random facts, but hey. you know what? You start out with presidents that visit Hannibal, mm-hmm. and you come away with. We, we didn't. We didn't even get to. We didn't get to former president. That, we didn't that even came get to in. former president. Yeah. How about we'll wrap it up with former yeah. president? Um, um, I'm, I'm, my brain is melted. I can't <laughs> believe what Katie I found an article in my over-preparation for this. I found an article from the New York Times from 2009 talking about a road trip that Harry Truman made about six months after he was president. And uh, in June in 1953, and of course, what caught my eye was that um, he, he, was, uh, he and his wife, he, Harry and Bess, decided they were going to make a trip to across cross country they're going to drive to the east coast and they talk about him making a stop at a diner in hannibal and ordering fruit plates and iced tea and that was kind of their standard diet as they worked their way across country because that was before the days that the presidents had pensions and secret service and all of this he made there's a number in there some Something like he had his he had his military pension, army pension of one hundred eleven dollars and ninety six cents a month, and that's all the income he had mm-hmm. six months after leaving the White House. Yep. 
And the, that kind of led to the realization that we've got a former president who has to scrimp his way across country. He, he believed that uh, he could easily make the transition from leader of the free world to, as he put it, plain private citizen. Mm-mm. It, 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 it didn't work out so well. <laughs> no, it did not. <laughs> as this road trip illustrated, because everywhere he went, mm-hmm. he was still... The president. And so yes, he was. And it it really just, it, it taught not only him, but the rest of the United States, that just because you stop becoming president doesn't mean you yeah. stop, you are now a former president. Yeah. I mean, he had to, about five years after that, he had to, he had a family farm that he had to sell to make ends meet. And later that year, Congress granted former presidents pensions uh, and office expenses. Uh, which at the time was uh, in 1958 was $25,000 a year for your pension and $50,000 a year for office expenses. Of course, it's much more than that now, uh, rightly so, because, you know, time, times change, prices go up, that sort of thing. So, uh, but uh, that was something else as we, you know, as you Google presidential visits to Hannibal, uh, that that came up. So uh, Harry Truman uh, in uh, on that trip across country kind of led to uh, i would suppose the establishment of the uh, of the pensions for and and of the realization that once you stop becoming president you're still especially you know by the time you get to the 50s you have you know radio you've got tv i mean people know your face they know your name you've got you can travel cross country in your in your car and you mm-hmm. know transportation you you you're not just an average joe anymore you can't go back to being just a regular citizen yep yeah uh, and 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 i wish i could figure out a segue to go from that <laughs> to the fact that i yeah my mind's still blown on that one. <laughs> I, I think i think we better wrap it up before yeah, I, before yeah. i just start singing all the lyrics uh, to africa dun, 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 i know dun, dun. I, my kids know that song <laughs> and now i'm going to have to make sure they sing it to Again, our neighbor. Start to see. I start to. Here's a serenade under her window. <laughs> she'll know. Yeah. What's going on here? Oh, uh, but well, anyway, maybe maybe sometime in August when it's not raining, you know, I can just slip it in a conversation. <laughs> like, man, I really miss the rains. <laughs> <laughs> see if anything comes yeah, see, up. See if anything, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, okay. But we digress. Yeah. We hope we've entertained. We hope we've educated a bit about all of the uh, the presidents and presidential hopefuls that have come to Hannibal. I'm sure we've left some out. If mm. you um, are enraged that we forgot to mention your favorite or that you met some on the way, um, uh, you you had an experience meeting one of these, Um Post on our Facebook page, uh, shoot us an email, rivertownreview at gmail.com. You can go to our website um, because we love to hear from you. Yes, and that will do it for this episode of the Rivertown Review Podcast. I'm Harold Smith. I'm Megan Rip. And we will see you next time. Thank you for joining us for Rivertown Review, the podcast. For more information on all things Hannibal, visit our website, rivertownreview.com. If you have comments, questions, or suggestions for future episodes, please email us at rivertownreview at gmail.com. And be sure and join Megan and Harold next time for Rivertown Review, the podcast.